Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. And I'm ZD Donahue. And mom just made up a really cool word. <laughs> eucalyptic. <laughs> of of or pertaining to eucalyptus flavoring smell or uh, right. sensation. Oh, that was really chapstick. Good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she I was saying that I bought some chapstick and I put it on and then I was trying to taste things while I was cooking them. And everything tasted sweet. And she's like, well, this tasted eucalyptic. <laughs> anyway. Like apocalyptic. But, <laughs> but it was eucalyptic. I liked it. It probably is a word. Okay. Today we're going to do one of our little, I don't call these like our emotional episodes or our therapy episodes, our personal. Right, which was inspired by episode. a self-sewn wardrobe. So Porter. So Porter. Marisa recommended... Uh, this topic. She's, well, I think she was talking about it a little bit. I don't know. Yeah. The reason it, I think the reason it came up right. is because it was right when we announced the store, the retail location closing, closing the brick and mortar. Right. Because a few people were really asking for a challenge in the group. We'd mm-hmm. done a wardrobe challenge when the group first started, and then people were asking for another challenge. And I like to be kind of open ended with these challenges a little bit. So I called it the I've been meaning to make this challenge. So I said, you pick something you've been meaning to do, whether it's making a muslin or making the whole garment or fitting right. the this or I don't know, whatever. Doing all your alterations, catching up or you know, whatever. Some people did non-garment stuff. Right. And then so uh, we, then I announced we're you know, closing the retail store. And I say, I'm not going to get my thing done. Right. <laughs> My Kelly Anorak. Well, I didn't get my thing done either, but it was because I changed my mind and I don't really want that yeah. like it was. Hey, like no what judgment. I wanted was not good. So I said, you know, I'm I'm not gonna get my thing done. Let's continue with it. But you know, Kelly is going in the the tube of shame until 
we get moved back to the house. Until you're not pregnant. Yeah. Oh, and then, yeah. So I just keep coming up with excuses. Or the right season. Or blah, 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 blah. So Marisa said, oh, it'd be really cool to do a podcast on sewing through big life changes and stuff. Or just life changes in general, I guess. So I think I'm just now becoming aware that life has big changes in it. (laughs) Well, you know, (laughs) how old are you? You 27 still? That's right. Yeah. Well, I'm so young. You know, (laughs) I'm 37 years older than Mallory. So um, I think I've had more changes than her. There, I feel like I definitely, I don't mean to say I've got like everything figured out or anything, but certain things people would say to you as a young person that you just had no idea what they were talking about are becoming very clear to me now. Or when I was pregnant with Zelda, people would be like, well, it goes by so fast. And I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever, you know, yeah. <laughs> and it does. Or... Or people saying family is so important. And when you're living in your parents' house in a supportive environment like I had, you're like, I mean, sure, family is important. But then when you got to go, like, live on your own, you're like, oh, crap. Yeah, that's important. You know, <laughs> you just don't realize. Or are, are trying to think other little okay, I'm cliches. Okay, I'm on the other end of this. Yeah, you done been through no, all No, no, what happens to me is people <laughs> tell me about about their epiphanies, like, Oh, guess what? Now that I have a baby, this is happening. And I'm like, yeah, well, that happened when I had babies, too. Right. Or they're they're telling it to me like it's, it's never, news. It's never happened Right, to like anybody. it's news. And I'm thinking, sweetheart, I'm 40 years past there. You know, been there, done that. But, I mean, I don't say it. But it is funny how people will tell you things like they're the first one on earth who's ever experienced it. You know, sometimes... People, what do people say? There's something, somebody said, like, you need to get to know your baby right right after I had Zelda. Uh-huh. Like, or this had been said to me before. Or you're going to get to know your baby. And I'm like, well, yeah, I guess so, right? Like, you're going to be with it all the time. <laughs> and, like, Lindsay was with me at the hospital at some point after Zelda was born. And Zelda was hooked up to all this stuff. You know, she was born early. And then I, but, like, I started to realize that I could, like, tell what was going to happen with right. her sometimes and I was like you really do get to know right <laughs> but I, then I felt like uh, who am I going to tell like who's going to believe me <laughs> who if someone were to come ask me like what happens after you have a baby and I'm like you're just going to have well, to see for a, yourself it's also you know? something that you do need to experience you can't tell anybody like I, I think I said something recently to one of your friends who'd has a fairly new child of some sort and I said something like yeah do you wonder like what about all that time you had before you had a kid and they're like yeah yeah what was I doing what the hell was I doing we must have been just like sitting around doing nothing right right whatever so there are some there are some things in life I guess we'll get to sewing that you just don't know till you till you well you Many things, you know, you can try and be empathetic, but till you've been there, you don't know what it feels like or what it's like. Or I think that having a broader range of experiences gives you more opportunity for the empathy because you can be like, I had no idea what this was going to be like right. beforehand. So what this person's talking about, I can realize that I don't really have any idea about. Right, right. You know, or I've got to accept face value of what they're saying because I don't have any in-depth knowledge of this. Right. They're probably they're probably not fooling me. They're yeah. probably no. really experiencing this. It's probably real. Yeah, so you've right. you've you've lived a life, mom, 
um, quite quite an interesting one. You think so? Yeah. Oh. And so you were you were sewing when you were working as a nurse. Oh yeah. And working, you worked as a real estate agent for a little bit. I did that. You sewed for people. I have. You worked at a sewing store. Yes. And then you owned and a, a fabric sewing. store. And a fabric store. Managed okay. a fabric store. And then you owned a sewing store. Right. And now, now you oh, don't. Oh, and sewn for theater. Zone, I yeah, mean, costumes. It's, it's all been in there. You've now you don't own a machine dealership anymore. No. Nope. Now you're a celebrity. Oh, is um. that it? <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank so you. So, what do you think that there were any times? I'm just going to ask this because it kind of relates to what we were talking about uh-huh. with me. Where the, what was the time in your life where you sewed the least? Whoa. <laughs> um. Made college probably, except what I was doing in college was I was doing alterations. So it was like flower child time. Uh-huh. It was it was hippie time, and people were bringing me their jeans to put big go days in the sign uh-huh. side of them, like you know flower power, yeah, stuff like that. So that you know I was making like pizza money, right, to right. do that. And then the other thing I made is I made these little straps that like you could velcro around your. Big bell bottoms so that your bell bottoms wouldn't get caught up in your bicycle chain. Oh, so it made them skinnier so that you well, could. Well, yeah, it was just, you know, it's just a band. You would Velcro it all over them or Right. Whatever. And usually what they could do is they could take that band and, like, Velcro it around their knee, which gave them another, like, um, <laughs> you know, design element. <laughs> so they would, like, there was this band of fabric, and it was usually flowery or whatever. And they Velcroed that around, like, the top of their knee, like, there, okay. Yeah. And then when you got out of class and got on your bicycle, you went down. Down to your bell bottom and folded it over, and you. So that was my, of my own design. Hey. So people saw me with that, uh-huh. and they were like, "Oh, where'd you get that?" And I'm like, "I made it," <laughs> you know. So, um, and Velcro was happily invented around that time. Okay? That's a good. That's a yeah. good tool for that kind right, of thing, right? Right. Because you wouldn't be adjustable. That's right. So, yeah. um, you know, I, I, but I didn't. So I didn't like construct a lot of garments so it, anybody who's studying or anything you, you didn't you know you know that you were you know if you're in school you're occupied so much by school and certainly in nursing school you don't have time to do anything right right you know, yeah. all you do is prepare for your next day of yeah clinical. mom is um educated as an rn for so those of you, don't um, know. you know i would say those were the, but i still sewed or I was still repairing. Well, I also was certainly hemming something, right? For because yourself. it, it wouldn't yeah. wouldn't fit me. But I would say that was the least. And then when we actually moved from St. Louis to Columbia, I did not have my sewing machine available to me for like six months. It Ooh. was packed away, because you know I I packed it up when we were leaving St. Louis, and then I don't I don't know how well you remember all this, but we came to construction. We were building this house. You do remember <laughs> my entire so. life. We've been building a house. That's <laughs> right. It just keeps getting bigger. But, but you know, it was drywall dust. It was yeah. you know. I mean, I learned. We all learned to walk on you know sixteen uh, inches on center because some places didn't have floors. <laughs> um, mom, mom, we we just recorded another episode on buttonholes before this, so you probably listened to that last week, but. Like, mom can sew, but we can also, like, put up walls, drywall. Right. What else? You do. You, you, we do some things. There's things that, <laughs> yeah, there's not much that we can't figure out how to do. How to make, you know. Yeah, yeah, we make a lot of stuff. I just yeah. listened to S-Town. It's a podcast. Right. I don't know if you've heard of it, but the guy 
restored clocks. I'm right. not, I don't want to give anything away because it's but. like a mystery. But I'm like, oh, maybe I can get into that right now. You know? <laughs> yeah, sure. Let's pick up some other hobby. Well, I think, you know, your sisters and you used to say between me and, and Jerry, my husband, um, your dad, that um, we think you can make anything. You know, we just need to bring you the idea and between the two of you you can figure out yeah. what to do and it, it really is pretty much true jerry build the thing you sew the cover or whatever right 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 or you know yeah i hold this end he saws that end or, or whatever so um i don't know you know recently you know i went into the crawl space and placed a jack up under our house did that's you know right. that that's right yeah you should have so, gotten paid i like know $10, i saved no i saved right? us twenty five thousand oh, dollars okay. yeah i know but it was really bizarre. But anyway. <laughs> so, yeah. So the time you sew the least. Those, those are the two times I think I sew the least. Most, the rest of the time I was always, it was, for me, besides being a creative outlet, I felt like it also had a calming effect on me. Um, and it was something, especially when everybody was little and running around and you're trying to raise these children and you have no idea what they're going to grow up to be, mm -hmm. like maybe criminals, you know, I mean, who knows, but I could sew something to fruition. I knew what it looked like and I was accomplished and I could see it. So it was a tangible thing that I did because no one was grading me or letting me know if I was like raising these children properly or free feeding them correctly or, or any of that. You know, it's pretty much crapshoot. I have a little bit of the feedback thing going on right now, just in this these few days since we've closed the store. Yeah. I'm like, no one sees me right now that's right you know like i'm not in like a, you're not in the public every i'm not day. in a place yeah. for public consumption right and i we have customers online like there are orders right. that i am shipping and i'm you and know, we are doing things i mean you're, i'm you're, posting on social right, media you're posting you're texting things oh yeah so you're you're in communication with people and we're very active you're, in you're our, not really isolated but you're not no, seen but i'm sort of like okay well i I, this is a big adjustment for me because I am used to going and just being available. And, you know, people would um, – right. I almost said another word – complain about yeah. our hours sometimes. Right. Like us not being – and I'm like, I feel like I was just there for people all the time. Well, you know? like, I think like anyone's work, people are like, oh, well, you know, you're not open on Monday. But they didn't know we were working on Monday. Right. So right. I felt like I was – I felt like I was available. You and, feel like you were owned. Yeah. And, yeah. I, you know, now I like – I was like, oh, I'm going to, like, do my laundry and check the email at the same you time. Can, yeah, you can multitask you know, a little whoa. bit better. You know, it was it – was, Well, I, you know what I noticed? I'm, like, worried a little – I feel a little bit of anxiety. Right. Like, <laughs> what, what I noticed today was um, I happened to get up later than I usually do, but I didn't have to get ready. Yeah. And I didn't have to transport myself from one place to the other and stop and get gas. So that was – kind of nice i didn't know i would enjoy that you know all i did was wash my face and and put on sunscreen and you know well i'm glad i got, got a little bit of the what do i want to say the fear in me because yeah. i mean i want to be productive and stuff but uh, i don't think production's your problem yeah i'll i'll i will be i am okay so, so so sewing through life's changes yeah um i was just thinking about you know we have we have someone who's worked at the shop that was just recently also diagnosed with um breast cancer and she's losing her hair and I'm thinking 
oh, somebody I've got to sew a hat for. Well, and she said, I'm going to be making head scarves. And she'll be know? making them. And you know what? She will yeah. do an excellent job. Yes, she will. And I mean, she'll, she'll, you know no, what? she'll do more than excellent. I know what she'll do. She wouldn't She wouldn't. She wouldn't have trusted anybody that like you or her to make them anyway. Right, right. She's not going to take them from just <laughs> no, anyone. No, right, no. Right. Hey, well, before we talk about um, sewing through more changes in life, let's go ahead and take a message break. Hey, Mal. Hey, Mom. I heard you were easy. Oh, no! What does that mean? No, it means what what you, I think what you really heard was, well, Mallory, your easy tea looks so good on you. Oh, that, you know. I should have known that it was something about something you made. Like you said, you're getting into your golden years. Sometimes, (laughs) you know, mishearing things, it happens. No, you're the one that mishears things. (laughs) I know this. You make lapel pins about it. Okay, so uh, I am currently wearing an Easy Tee, and I wear them all the time. Uh, The Easy Tee is a semi-fitted short sleeve T-shirt made out of a woven fabric, and you draft the Easy Tee to fit your measurements by taking the Easy Tea class. Well, how do I take this class? It's an online class that you can watch anytime on SoHere.com. To purchase the class, go to SoHere.com slash Easy Tea. That's just E-A-S-Y-T. Is this on my computer? It's on your computer. It's on your phone. It's on your iPad. The class is divided up into short easily consumable segments, some of which you may not ever need to watch ever again, but some of which you might want to revisit. So you have the ability to mark lessons as completed and also to star lessons so you can go back and revisit the ones that are most important to you. And I can vouch, Mallory's easy tea is a lot easier than Mallory is. (laughs) Once again, go to SoHere.com slash easy tea to begin your pattern drafting journey. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. back so um do you want to ask me about sewing through life changes no, yeah, I, I guess i guess you know <laughs> i i was thinking about this like when people ask me did i teach my children to sew or whatever and i i never did force it upon anyone uh-huh. or pretend that you had to do it or you know so hillary sews a little bit Lindsay, uh-huh. Lindsay used to wind bobbins for me. She used to get a charge out of that. You were the one that took interest. Yeah. 
like that Hillary had her music. I mean, everybody had like their own thing, sort of. You were a little bit more, um, what should I say, um, uh, graphic and artistic in that way. Yeah, maybe? I drew more. Right. Like draw, you know, right. drawing, painting. You did more tangible art versus like visual, like, yeah, yeah, visual art. More visual art. Like Man. Hillary was very much, you know, she had her music. I'm having a little bit of like no, vertigo you're... right now, like thinking about back then. I'm like, did I want, why, why did I want to sew? When did I want to sew? And I, I can't, I just did it. Well, I think high school got you going with the costuming. Yeah, but I because I liked... Because before that, though, you would come to me and say, I want this sewn. Right, I would draw now, you pictures. And she, she designed. Yeah. There were little pictures in crayon, like when she was six or eight, going, can we have this? Can we make this? You know, that kind of thing. I went to a ball one time. Yeah, you were only like 11. Yeah, and I designed that dress. You did. You know, and you, you made it. it. Yeah. Um, and I think it truly was like crayon or marker or something that I you think drew you it have, in. I think you have it somewhere. Oh, do I? I thought we came across uh, it. That would be really cool. I think. No. I, oh, I have the dress. I don't know if I have the drawing. I thought you showed. Maybe I'm just making oh, that okay. up. I don't know. Um, yeah. But yeah, we, we have the dress. And it was, oh gosh, so, such, I was born in 1989. And so this is when I was 11 yeah. that this dress was made. And uh, it is so, like, late 90s, early 2000s. It's a spaghetti strap top with, like, a V front. It's got beads on it. It's, <laughs> it's like... It was purple and... Purple and uh, green. Yeah. Well, aqua, it teal. was aqua. Yeah, yeah, like a teal and a purple. So I always design stuff like that. I think... Um, so well, you designed every single prom dress. Yes, yes. And some homecoming things, I guess. But, you know, I think a big turning point for me which is kind of funny because I'm not so, at this like very moment I haven't sewn I mean at least in like three weeks because of moving the store right like I don't think I have sewn I don't think I've sewn I for made about that, 10 days maybe I made that skirt right was the last thing I made oh and you know what I I screwed up the hem and I need to repair it yeah <laughs> done it yet um so I haven't sewn in a while that's a while for me um, but I mean, the only sewing I've done is to do a video. Yeah, yeah. But the the thing that I did that I'm I was like surprised at myself is I did have a little baby, and I got so upset, like or frustrated, with my pants situation. Right. That I made those pants, and I was like, you know, I made time for it after I had that baby. Right. You know, and I'm like, I I can make time for it again. And I think right now. I mean, everybody might be tired well, of hearing of all, this. First of all, I think we have to clear that workroom right, table. Right, right. We got, we <laughs> got like awful. the two computers off the cutting table. Right. But I think right now I'm, I'm really tired. It's not so much about the time. But right. I think I'm tired due to like the pregnancy well, and when, the move. When you know? Marisa says, um, you know, sewing through life's changes, I think there's inspiration in situations too. Right. Or... You know, I had that surgery on my leg. Uh -huh. Took like a like a um, veal cutlet out of my leg. Right, <laughs> this big chunk out of my leg, and I had this. I you know I dealt with that dressing for like three months, so I needed pants. Right, like now somebody else would have had to like figure out how to go 
buy these pants that mm-hmm. worked correctly. Right. And I knew what kind of fabric I wanted. I knew how I wanted it to fit. You know, so I, I just made them up in my head, and then I went and made them. Right, right. You know, actually, I'm still wearing them, even though I'm not wearing a dress. I mean, they're like <laughs> my favorite pants. No, so I sometimes think that, like, a big life change can mean you don't sew for a while, or it can mean you're inspired mm-hmm. to sew something. Or it means, like, someone's getting married, and you're making every a garment bunch of for dresses. the entire Absolutely. Everyone, um, or a bunch of costumes, or there's an or there's a need. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, I did a lot of costuming. See, when you guys were in school, because that's what you were doing. Right. You were performing. Oh yeah, but I, you know, I'm getting ready to make Elliot's dance costume, which I wind up doing every year. Last time I sewed was fixing Derek's pants. I think the thread is still on the machine. Yeah, right that's how. Sometimes that's how you can tell. You can go. Yep. Look. Oh, okay. I mean, actually, that was I made. I was making the picnic table seat covers. You know. For myself and for um, some friends, so when we go camping, we have cushions on our our uh, picnic tables, benches. But um, yeah, so you know, people. I, I remember people at the shop saying, "We haven't seen so and so for a long time," and I, I would say, "Well, all of her kids are in all of these activities, and they're like nine, eleven, and fourteen, so right. she's driving everyone everywhere." Well, no, she's not coming to the shop. And sometimes we'd have I we'd get this feedback even from like employees. Uh, a lot of our employees were kind of like dedicated hobbyists, right? You know, you say, "Hey, we need to teach this class again," you know, and they're like, "Well, don't they all know how to do that?" You well, know, no. say, <laughs> it's not the same people. Right? Well, or it would be, or they'd say, right. "You know, that lady came again." And I said, "Not everyone sews every." day or everything yes or but like you know they may have taken the class a while ago and then had those you know kids and all those activities and stuff and they we we do get to sew every day right you know and these these people who i'm talking about you know teaching the classes and stuff you know they would sew every day the knowledge never like left them you know and I think about, like, I haven't done ballroom dancing in a while. And we did some of those costumes. So if, so if somebody said, hey, you know, go do the Viennese waltz with all these moves right now, I'd bit. have to be like, you know yeah. what? Maybe I need a refresher, you know? Right, right, right. <laughs> so um, I try to think of it like that. And um, I, I think that... It'll come back to you. That's right. But you need somebody to look. Well, so not everybody gets the consistent access to like the space and the sewing machine and everything like that all right, the time, right. you know. Like well, you- and again, through life's changes, so a lot of people get the urge to sew when they have a baby, right? Or they get the urge to start sewing when they're in high school because they want to make their prom dress, and then, and then maybe someone's making a wedding dress, and so it goes with your life, and then you know. Now it's now you're sewing for babies. Then you're sewing for all of a sudden you're doing something for a ball team. Yeah. Because your kid's on the ball right. team. And then you're sewing for theater because your kids decided, you know, they're gonna do that. Well, and I think I mean, we we all have different views of that because I remember being like, Oh, I'm gonna get like less done now that I have a baby, like less sewing. And it's like, Well, when sewing's your job, maybe I'll get less sewing done <laughs> right. with a baby. But like if sewing's not your job and you're sort of like looking for a new hobby right. and it, you okay you're sewing more than you did before because you never sewed before you there know? was something about having children that I almost started sewing more again I think it was sort of a nesting thing and I was uh-huh. home and when you were down for a nap yeah I took the opportunity to sew and I always had a place where I set up my sewing and it stayed up I didn't 
it wasn't up and down. It was it was significant enough to me that I needed a space where my sewing machine was and readily that's, available. That's ZD's biggest tip. When people talk yeah. about how do I get more sewing done? And it's I know it's not possible for everyone right. at every hello stage of life right. what we're talking about. But the the biggest thing that you could do for being able to sew more often is have a place where you can have like your machine, right. your it's stuff. It's there, it's ready. Set up. Right. You know. You don't have to totally clean up maybe every time you stop or you know, there's or, a you door know, you can shut. Yeah, there's a door you can shut. You don't have to like put the machine completely away. Right. You know. There are some really cool cabinets out there where you can sort of like Absolutely. Shut the door on. Now them, they're like Murphy you know. cabinets. You know, you yeah. put them down, and there's a table for your sewing machine. So I that that you know I understand that everybody has like a big studio space or something. Right. Well, and a lot but, of people. How how often have we heard lately, especially with the baby boomers retiring? Oh, now I'm going to retire and I can sew again. Yeah. They're not going to work every day. They're not tired and fatigued from going to this job every day. And they're so happy to get to sew and create and think, you know, about something other than, you know, what that job was. Well, and now, okay, so this is, like, going to be very new to me, like, the situation we're in now. So I... I went. What I do you w- mean? It's new to me too. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I mean, it's like no. Yeah, I know. Who's ever stayed home? Right? Yeah, who's yeah. Ever got to like stay home? So you right. bought the shop when I was like sixteen or fifteen. I think you were fifteen. Yeah. Fifteen. Yeah, something like that. And like I worked there in high school. Right. And um, mom like gave me commission when I sold sewing machines because she's so nice. And then oh, that was a mistake. <laughs> you know, and before that, before you owned the shop, we worked at David's Bridal together for a minute. Right. Right. I um, opened and ran the alterations, alterations uh, so, department. I sound like such a loser, okay? Here we go. I'll I'll talk about what a loser I am. So I go to so I work then I work at the shop, you know, like through high school and college. And like my college I'm I'm really impressed with people who like do work through college. I was in kind of a unique college situation. I was in a three-year program where you're supposed to get all this done in three years. And I was in a dance program, so we had, like, rehearsal every night. And, you know, I was lucky to get to work with you right. and have such flexible hours, you right. know, because sometimes we'd have rehearsal on the weekends. Sometimes right. we'd have rehearsal. I'd be in school from, like, 8 to right. 10, you know. So I got to work there. And then I graduate from college, and I'm sort of trying to, like, figure out what I want to do. And then you get sick. Right. I literally went to the hospital one day while Mallory was at the store. Uh, yeah, it was a Saturday, yeah. and Mallory and I were going to both be working, and instead, I went to the hospital that day. Yeah, I I graduated in May, and you had to go to the hospital in December, right. of two thousand ten, and then I was running the store, right. So I've always but, like, and what and it was we had a lease coming up at that time, mm-hmm. the end of the lease, and it was like, okay, what do we do? And and we had no idea, you know, where I was going to be physically. And we we said to you, what do you want? And you said you thought you wanted to do this. So I've so I've run the store sort of like I, I call myself the manager. You right. know, I kind of like ran. The manager is the person that gets to run the store and doesn't have to invest their own money. That's right. <laughs> so they get to do whatever they want, but somebody else pays for it. So That's it. running running the store, you know, opening the door, um, hiring, ask, firing, purchasing. Yeah, like trying trying to. Do everything right. right, you know, and and um, selling the machines and everything, trying to do my best. So that's what I've been doing for the past like six years, right. and that, that brings us to right now. Right. Um, and so, 
like I feel like I have a much bigger, bigger, a much better focus now on in terms of sewing. Like when we were running the store, I felt like we had to try and be like all things to all stitchers. You know, when you're running a sewing store and someone comes yeah. in and buys a machine from you and they're like, I need to know how to make this do right. such and such. Right. I need to know how to make this do this and this. And it would be quilting and it would be home deck and it would be free motion quilting and it would be garment sewing. And then we right. fought to kind of get the garment sewing back. And now where we are is we've built this community and we have this audience who just like they they found us because of what we do because of what right. we do right. you know be, and and it was like our certain we had a certain polarization that worked yeah so right. we say hey this is what we're doing and then people come to us and say great i want to learn more about that right not I, which you can if you if your audience is the globe right right you know in our town the you know the garment sewing population was not like as no, large as what we reached, and so now I feel like I'm really able to focus because you know I could show someone how to get a scant quarter inch seam, I could sh- right. show someone how to do like fake trapunto, right. I could show someone how to do this and that and the other thing because I think we're good at how to using... miter a corner, how to yeah, buy, how to how buy to do, a quilt, how whatever. to do this. You know, I could, and right. now I'm like, okay. I get we get we to can, focus we can, and we can choose our focus. That's Absolutely. Right. And this is something that I find to actually be like a big luxury right now. Okay. The, I find it to be I I'm sort of a part of all these groups of of like bloggers yeah. and stuff. Now they're not all sewing bloggers. Right. But everyone talks about sort of like niching down. Right. You know. And this is our niche. And now we get to, and I'm really excited to talk. Now, garment sewing is a huge niche, you know, uh, right. from from our point of view. Uh, you know, we there's a lot to talk about, a lot to produce, a lot of media to create. But I'm excited to be able to focus on that and not have to run some things that weren't necessarily right where my heart was. Right. You know, well, no, I think this. Is, I think that this is our passion, both of us. I think we're good at the podcasting. We're good at you're good at you're good at the live broadcasting. So those yeah. things and those that combination are working well for us. I mean, being a shop owner carries these responsibilities, you know, of the shop of helping own, your customers. Well, the the shop owning the shop, having the shop as part of your experience is absolutely invaluable. We really, I, I'm grateful for it. In yeah. fact, I think about some of those bloggers and opinions I hear about people who own shops or where they went to and I'm like you have no idea where you're coming from when you criticize these people or what you have no idea how difficult this is it's and hard. how it, you know it's not a big money maker everybody <laughs> nobody gets rich believe me without working their butt off yeah no one's making the millions no no you know? no 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 in fact most of them probably have their homes like financed you know um it's a Up labor. Over their head. Yeah, no, it's it, a labor it, of love. It is. So um, I think that experience just has, because I've thought about it, like maybe should I have ever done that? Maybe, maybe we did it too long or, and no, I think the, you know, we took the right path and we're making the right, 
life change. Yeah, I'm I'm excited. I'm I'm excited that I think I'm gonna be able to do a lot. I feel pretty pretty I, like unlimited. So right I now. think that everybody should tell us like what phases they've gone yeah, through with absolutely. selling. Absolutely, I'd love to hear about I it. I mean, is there one we haven't mentioned? I'm sure there is. There has to be. You know, or, of, or why you sew? Like, did you not sew out of purpose? Did you sew out of choice? Did you sew out of fluke? A fluke? Did someone inspire you? What What made you of, do it? You You mentioned sewing as a calming thing. Yeah. And I have seen so many people comment, and I can't speak about this at all. I've seen a lot of people comment in various places on the internet that sewing helped them get through yes. the death of a child. Yeah, yeah. And right, absolutely. A lot of the death of a parent, too. We've the, seen yeah, that a lot. A lot of death, right. um, you know, and I, oh, I'm i lucky I haven't had to, like, cope with a lot of that, you know, right. in my lifetime. Uh, but, I, I, you know, I'd love to hear about your experiences. And you can comment on this episode. Uh, you can go to sewhere.com or sewingoutloud.com and you'll find this episode. You can comment on it. Let us know. You can email me at Mallory at sewhere.com or get a hold of us on Instagram, ZD Sewing Studio. And thank you all for listening to our little, you know, our one of our emotional episodes. There you go. <laughs> so long and so happy. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit sewhere.com. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Oh,